Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome back to the Table Talk for Moms podcast. I'm your host, Lauren, and I'm very excited to be back with you today. It's been really fun hearing and seeing all of your New Year's resolutions the last couple of weeks. So thank you for letting me share mine and being a little bit vulnerable in last week's episode. If you haven't listened, go give it a listen. We're just talking about setting realistic goals a little bit, but um to give you an update, it's going well. I've successfully journaled one time. So one more time than the rest of my life that I've done in the past. So I'm feeling confident about that. Um, But one of the goals that I keep hearing my friends and family members talk about is that they want to do better at eating at home. Um, Eat out less, less DoorDash, save money on groceries, actually sit down with their families and so on which honestly, if you know me and my background, you know this is a goal that I can totally get behind. In fact, setting this goal a long, long time ago was one of the reasons that we as sisters and hosts of this podcast started the blog Six Sister Steph. Um, it's just a place where we share a ton of recipes. We share all the recipes that our mom made growing up and that we make for our own families. And we just, I don't know, we have a real passion about eating together as a family. Um, One of my favorite things to share and to keep me motivated when I'm just, you know, no one's eating the food that I make, very picky children and so on, is just this fact that I, my sisters and I always remind each other of. Um, It's actually a study that was done by the American Academy of Pediatrics, and they found that regular family meals are linked to improved mental health in children and adolescents. Children who frequently eat with their families are also less likely to experience depressive symptoms, engage in risky behaviors, and are more likely to have positive family relationships. So if that's not enough to keep you motivated, there are also a ton of statistics that state kids who sit down and eat together with their families and have conversations also do a lot better academically and things like that. So definitely some huge benefits here. And so I was reading through it, one of my very favorite things to do when I'm trying to figure out what to talk about on the podcast is to just go through any like group messages I have with other moms. So my sisters, my friends, my friends from high school, my friends from college, friends now, all of those things, and just kind of figure out what are we crowdsourcing? What are moms coming to other moms for? What are we trying to figure out? And one of the number one things that I have (laughs) been also asking others, which is funny because I run a food blog, but 
is what are you making for dinner? What are you guys putting on your meal rotation? Has anyone had anything lately that their kids loved or anything that was yummy or easy to throw together? And so um, today I wanted to just quickly give a few tips if this is your goal on how to make mealtimes more simple um, because I think sometimes we feel a little bit overwhelmed when we're like, I'm going to cook home-cooked meals all the time. I'm never going to eat out. Like It's just really overwhelming. And so I wanted to give a few ideas and simple tips on how to make it just be a little bit more I don't know, just a little easier on yourself. It doesn't have to be this huge ordeal. You don't have to spend two hours in the kitchen every night. It can be really easy. And so I wanted to share a couple of ways that we make it easy here at my house. And I know my sisters do. And then I also thought, because we're always in need of it, I'm going to give you 10 really easy meal ideas. I'll link them up for you. I'll walk you through them, but just maybe to get some juices flowing and your brain thinking of some stuff that might sound good or that your kids might like too. So Okay, with that in mind, let's talk first about the plan. Because if you plan, if you fail to plan, of course I'm going to mess this up. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. I think, like I was mentioning before, when people hear the word meal planning, they just immediately get turned off because it sounds so complicated. I am personally someone who kind of likes the freedom of eating what sounds good rather than having every single day planned out for myself because sometimes when it gets down to it and I have spaghetti on the menu, I really want tacos. And so everyone plans differently. You got to keep it kind of flexible. So just depending on what you like, what's important is just finding the method that works for you, whether that's weekly or monthly. Um, For me, I typically choose five meals that I know my family is going to eat during the week. I don't plan out specific days. I just know that I have everything to make those five meals. So then that day or the day of, I can decide depending on how much time we have, how everyone's feeling, what we want to eat. And then if we don't end up using all of those meals, I'll try and freeze those ingredients or move that recipe to the menu for the next week since I already have everything or kind of just shuffle it around. Um, If my family really likes the meal, I also add it to a list in my phone, just on the notes app of approved recipes that I have. Um, And I always go back to that when I'm planning my meals for the next week. It saves me a ton of time. I also think it's important to note That eating together is what's most important here. It's not necessarily what you're eating. So yes, we want to feed our families nutritious and delicious food. But right now, my kids, delicious to them is mac and cheese and chicken nuggets or grilled cheese sandwiches that they can dip in tomato soup. It really doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't need to be hours in the kitchen each night. So make sure to put just simple meals on your meal plan too. Don't feel like you have to go all out and buy a million toppings for these delicious taco burrito bowls or whatever. Just do something simple. If you simplify it, you're going to follow through and you're going to do it. We have an entire episode on meal planning. I can put it down below too. So down below in the description of the podcast. I'm not sure where that is in relation to your phone, but um, I'm not going to spend a ton more time on this, but figure out what works with you and just go with it. So, okay, we plan our meals, grocery shopping promise if you have to go to the grocery store more than once or twice during the week, you're going to get burnt out. Find time that you can commit to shopping each week. If you don't have time to go in person, find a way to pick it up or deliver it, whatever it is that works for you. Honestly, grocery grocery pickup is what dreams are 
made of for me and for moms. I feel like if you're not utilizing that, I think you're missing out. (laughs) Even if you do have to pay a small fee, like I know some delivery services like Instacart is what we use, charges like a monthly fee. I think I want to say it's $9.99, but it's always worth the money that I save by not wandering the stores. There's a 10 out of 10 chance if you send me to the grocery store to pick up like four things for dinner. I'm also going to throw in a bag of Nerds Gummy Clusters, probably a Dr. Pepper or (laughs) some other treat for myself, maybe some crackers or a new box of cereal. Like I am saving way more than I'm spending on that Instacart subscription each month just by having someone bring me my groceries. So Walmart also does free pickup if you shop at Walmart um, or they also have like their free delivery service too. So anyways, highly, highly recommend if you're not doing that, um, but figure out what works for you with grocery shopping because I think that's a huge part of simplifying dinner as well. Um, Because if you have to run to the grocery store every night for food, chances are it's just going to be way easier to go through the Taco Bell drive-thru. Okay, now that your food has arrived, (laughs) save yourself some stress and do a little prepping when it gets there. So this is one of my very biggest hacks, I guess you could say, on getting dinner on the table every night. Usually when my food comes, I try and prep as much as I can in the moment just while I'm putting stuff away. So sometimes that just means grouping together certain ingredients for certain recipes. So if I know, for example, that I'm making taco soup, I'm going to share a taco soup recipe in a little bit. That's so easy. But if I know I'm making taco soup, when I'm putting everything away in my pantry, I will group all of my taco soup (laughs) ingredients together on the shelf. And maybe you don't have room to do that, or it might not work for you like that, but it's so much easier for me to just know what I'm grabbing and know that everything is there instead of having to go through my list and go through my pantry and find each separate ingredient wherever I put them away. It's just easier to keep everything together. The other thing that I love to do is chop up any vegetables that I might be needing that week. Um, And it's also a really good time to just chop some up and put them in the fridge if you kids like to snack on vegetables or if you want to snack on vegetables. Um, Start any like marinades of meats that you might be grilling or doing anything like that. You can just stick those in the freezer. Um, I also every single week on my menu, I, or not my menu, on my grocery order, I always buy rotisserie chickens from Costco. That is like my, every week, (laughs) I probably should get out of the habit of shopping at the grocery store and Costco, but I just, there's a few things that I like to get in bulk and I like to pick up some chickens. So every week we order two rotisserie chickens and right when they come, I take every, all of the chicken off the bone. You're going to get way more chicken if you do it when it's warm. Stick them in some zip Ziploc bags or in like a Tupperware and just stick it in the fridge. And then I have shredded chicken all week. I didn't have to do anything to prep it. Just took five minutes to take it off the bone and it saves, it's, it saves so much time <laughs> when it comes to actually making the meals. So just do what you can even taking like 10 minutes now, you'll be so shocked at just how grateful you are in the moment when you're trying to throw dinner together and you've already saved some steps. So when you got starving kids waiting, shortcuts are really important. Okay. Along with that, um, well, okay. We got the prep down. I think we're good. Let's just go to the recipes. Let's talk about some meal ideas that you should put into your meal rotation. I've linked all of these in the description of the episode. So if anything sounds good, just go down to the description of this episode and you will find the full recipe. But if anything, hopefully this will just get some 
ideas flowing. I feel like sometimes when I ask people for ideas, they'll mention something and I will be like, oh yeah, I even made that in like a whole year. My kids love that, you know? And so hopefully this just maybe triggers some ideas and will help you a little bit on your meal planning for this next week. Okay, so the first recipe that I already mentioned above is just a really simple taco soup. This is our mom's recipe. I'm going to link it, but it's eight can taco soup, and it is such a good one to just keep all of the ingredients for in your pantry because it's really just eight cans. You have corn, you have beans, you have, I want to say there's like enchilada sauce, tomatoes. My mom used canned chicken. We've used canned chicken as well, or I'll just toss in some of the rotisserie shredded chicken. You could also do ground beef if you would rather just do some ground beef. Um, Corn. I don't know if I already said corn. And then like a packet of taco seasoning. It is the easiest, most delicious taco soup. I have made many variations of taco soup, and this one is my very favorite. It is my husband's very favorite, and it is so easy to do. You can either do it in the slow cooker, which is awesome. You can throw it in in the morning and just let it cook the entire day on low, or you could also make it over the stovetop and it will take like 30 minutes. You just basically have to heat everything up together, um, let it simmer for like 30 minutes, and it's delicious. So, eight can taco soup, one of our favorites. We usually serve taco soup with like tortilla chips, cheese, sour cream, um, those types of things on the side. So, a very simple very simple meal. Okay, the next one that is so good, Asian beef with snow peas. Okay, this one's so easy. My kids will eat absolutely anything that has rice, but I get really sick of like chicken and rice dishes because we have a lot of those. Um, And this one is just, it's so delicious. It's so good with the beef. It's not like ground beef. It's like a really good really thin. I want to say it's like skirt steak. It's like really good. And then the peas and a really easy, easy, easy homemade sauce. I'm going to link it, but um, yeah, you can always, you always win with rice, but finding new things to put over it. This one is also one of our favorites. Okay. I'm also going to share just a really easy Alfredo. Um, and this is the one that we always use with our rotisserie chicken, but So the one I'm sharing that I shared down below is like a homemade Alfredo sauce, but honestly, your kids aren't going to know if you made that Alfredo sauce from scratch. So if you want the healthier option, go check out the Alfredo sauce that I shared. But if not, honestly, grab some pasta, grab a jar of Alfredo sauce, use that rotisserie chicken, steam some broccoli in the microwave, like a frozen bag of broccoli. You could do homemade broccoli, roast it, whatever. It is also one of my kids' favorites. Have some bread or some garlic bread, or some rolls, or whatever, and you have, like, the easiest meal that takes, like, 10 minutes, and my kids love Alfredo right now. I don't know what it is, but it is, like, their most favorite thing in the world. Okay, the next one is such a fun one. My kids love this one. It's a seven-layer dip burrito, so we grew up having seven-layer dip. I don't know. I think everybody did, but it's the chip dip that has, like, I'm not going to remember all seven layers, but it's like refried beans, sour cream. There's like a, it's like a taco-y, <laughs> taco seasoning, sour cream, guacamole, tomatoes, cheese, those types of things. So basically your regular seven layer dip recipe, but put it on a tortilla, add some chicken, add some beef and roll it up. They are so good because all of your toppings that you usually put on it are inside and it's just so delicious. If you have little kids or you have picky eaters, you could also have them help you by assembling what they want inside of their burrito. 
and there's just like a lot of different options, but also they're really easy options. Like refried beans are easy. Um, the sour cream, like not things that you really have to make, just more things you have to set out. So that one is also delicious and a really fun one if you're looking for something new. So that is also linked below. Okay. The next one is a staple from our childhood, but it is the chicken and broccoli casserole. It's so easy. It's a cream of chicken classic. Let's be honest. We are all built on cream of chicken soup, okay? We all grew up with it. We all turned out fine. It is still, this is like one of those, um, what are they called? The comfort foods. This is like a comfort food to me. It is so delicious. Our mom used to make this all the time on Sundays. Um, but it's just chicken. I use the rotisserie chicken in this as well. Cream of chicken soup, some sour cream, broccoli, mix it all together, serve it over rice. And it's so good. It's really easy. And it also is such an easy way to get your kids to eat vegetables because if your kids are like mine, they will eat anything that has a sauce or gravy on top of it. And since the broccoli is covered in this, it's just, it's so delicious. When we were little, my mom used to also put, um, she would like cut up little pieces of bread and dip them in butter <laughs> and then like put it on top and they would toast up. Oh my goodness, it was so delicious. So if you also want to try a fancy topping, Sid killed it, but it's it's honestly one of my favorites. So chicken and broccoli casserole is a really good one. Okay, the next meal. <laughs> this one, this one's kind of random, but it's one of those like Maybe you haven't made this in a while and your family really would like it. So I'm actually not even including a recipe for this, but Sloppy Joes. Have we forgot about Sloppy Joes? They are one of my most favorite foods from childhood and I didn't even make them. Anyways, I actually did. I did make them. I made them for my husband when he was craving his mom's. We'd been married for like a year and he was like, oh, I'm just really craving my mom's Sloppy Joes. So being a newlywed wife, I was like, I can totally make homemade sloppy joes. I have a food blog. Like that's, I can cook. I promise I can cook. And so I made like these really elaborate sloppy joes. I made homemade sauce. I like chopped up all these delicious vegetables inside. And turns out all he wanted was some manwich. He appreciated the effort, but just did not hit the spot. So let's not underestimate the power of some manwich, some really good buns, and then a side of sweet potato fries. Everyone is happy. I'm not even including the recipe for that. You know how to make a sloppy joe, but just don't forget about sloppy joes is all I wanted to say. Okay, the next two kind of go hand in hand, but one of our favorite things to do with our rotisserie chicken each week is to make um, taquitos. So either our two favorites are barbecue chicken taquitos. We just take the rotisserie chicken, some barbecue sauce, and then I usually add cilantro, a little bit of red onion, and some bacon and just wrap them up in a tortilla. Spray the top of it with some cooking spray and either bake the taquitos in the oven for like 25 minutes until they get a little bit golden brown or now that we are in the world of air fryers, I got an air fryer for Christmas. So on the menu this week to try in the air fryer, but I do know that you can totally air fry them if you like them to be a little bit more crispy. So those are the barbecue chicken ones. We usually dip them in ranch. My kids love them because they can dip. I don't know why they love stuff that they can dip in sauces. So like chicken nuggets dipped in ketchup they love. Taquitos dipped in ranch they love. Um, and then the other taquitos that we love are the ch chicken bacon ranch taquitos. These are so easy. It is chicken some cream cheese, 
bacon and a ranch packet. And then I usually throw in green onions too. Mix it all together and then it's the same thing. Roll them up in a tortilla, do a little bit of cooking spray on the top, bake them for, I think it's like four at 400 for like so many minutes or um, throw them in the air fryer. These, well, we also dip these in ranch. Both of these taquitos are also really good meals to take to someone else. So if someone has a baby or if you just know someone who needs a meal, these are so easy to cook up and serve. Honestly, you could make, if you have the shredded chicken anyways, just separate it into two bowls, whip up two batches of taquitos, and it's so easy. Perfect for picky eaters. These are also really good to freeze. So if you want to make some extras, just skip the part where you cook them, stick them in the freezer bag, and they freeze really well, and you can pull them out and cook as many as you need at a time. So just cook one or two at a time. They're perfect for like lunches and things like that too. So we are big homemade taquitos fans over here. If you want to get real fancy, you could also sprinkle a little bit of salt on the top um, before you bake it. It makes it really good. Okay, those are linked below. We got three more. The next one. <laughs> I'm throwing in an Instant Pot recipe because we love the Instant Pot, first of all. And second of all, this one's just so easy and it's ready in less than 30 minutes. You don't have to really think much about it. And my kids love it. It's Instant Pot, cheesy chicken and rice. It's honestly the most simple recipe above. Kind of same above. Recipe simple. Oh my gosh. It is the most simple recipe ever, similar to the one I talked about above. I'm so sorry. Um, the It's similar to the broccoli casserole, but it's just all in the Instant Pot, and you cook the rice with it, and you just do it all together at one time, and it's amazing. If you're not utilizing your Instant Pot, this is a really good one to start with. You really can't mess it up. Rice in the Instant Pot is going to change your life, and... Yeah, kids, my kids love this one. It also has some broccoli in it, so it's good. It's a good one. Okay, this next one I had to include because this is my most favorite food in the entire world. This is my most, my favorite recipe of all time. Okay, this is our slow cooker hobo dinner. If you like camping or just having bonfires, I'm not much of a camper, but I do love a good bonfire. Um... The hobo dinners where you like wrap it up in tinfoil, you have meat, you have vegetables, you have potatoes, everything kind of all wrapped up together. You throw it into the fire and let it cook and it's so delicious. There's just something about that flavor that is so good. So it's basically everything about that in the slow cooker, which is so nice. And it's a kind of like a slow cooker casserole. So you layer your beef, you layer your green beans, carrots, potatoes. It has a really good creamy barbecue sauce on it, a really good seasoning blend, and then you just put some ketchup over it on at the end. It, it is so good. We, I think we mentioned last time, maybe my husband is allergic to potatoes. So we usually make it with sweet potatoes and it's just as good. So if you have a favorite, um, it's honestly, it's so amazing. The thing I love about this one is typically when you're cooking with ground beef in the slow cooker, it's always annoying because you have to pre-cook it and drain all the grease, yada, yada, all of that. But in this one, you don't have to pre-cook your ground beef. You just spread it out. Everything cooks over the potatoes and everything. And it is it is amazing. So slow cooker hobo dinner. If you love the taste of hobo dinners in the summer, this is going to be your most favorite meal you've ever had. It is delicious. Okay. And then the next one, I thought I would just throw in a one pan 
recipe because we all hate doing dishes. So the last one I'm going to recommend is a one pan baked Parmesan chicken and vegetables. It's so easy. You have your chicken and your vegetables all in one pan, your side dish and your main dish all cooked together. All you have to do is wash that one pan and it's a really easy like breaded chicken. You just dip it in some butter and then there's like a panko Parmesan breading that you put on it that takes like two seconds and then you just bake it. It bakes to perfection. The vegetables are so good and it just makes life really easy to not have to clean up a bunch of different dishes and worry about, um, yeah, just making a huge mess. Sometimes that's the most frustrating part of dinner is like having to get out a million pots and pans and then it's so fun to sit down and eat with your whole family, but then everyone eats and then everyone leaves and you're just there doing all the dishes after you, you prepped your meals. So those are, those are my recipe ideas. I think I gave you 10. I linked all of them down below, but hopefully that at least helps you have some juices flowing. Hopefully you got some ideas. Hopefully you thought maybe one of those sounds good with your family. There's something you can include on your menu for the next week. And hopefully you're feeling a little bit more inspired to just simplify mealtimes. Um, cause the goal for 2024 is to make the mealtimes happen. And it really doesn't have to be as complicated as I think we make it out to be just do it. If you want to just start with one to two times a week, then try three times a week. Just do your very best. But I promise every single time you do it, you're going to see just, it's just so fun. And not to say that it's going to be perfect every time. There's usually someone in my house in tears, someone spitting out food on their plate, someone throwing food off of their plates, whatever it might be. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be this beautiful meal where everyone sits down and has, sits down and has a conversation. But still some of my most favorite memories and the things that I remember from my childhood looking back and even some of my very favorite memories now with my own family happened around the dinner table and happened around those meal times where we were all sitting. We know we had our parents or we knew we had our parents undivided attention. We could talk to them about anything they wanted. Nobody had their phones. Nobody was distracted and we just had that quality time together. Life is crazy. Life is busy. If you can take 10 minutes, 15 minutes to sit down with your family for just a second and just talk face to face. It really can be just so beneficial for everyone. So we can do this. You can do this. Hopefully this helped a little bit. If you have any meal ideas that you absolutely love, we would love to hear them. You can come and find us on Instagram at Table Talk for Moms. And yeah, join us here each Monday with new episodes. And hopefully you're having a wonderful new year and just crushing those goals. So thank you so much for listening today. We'll see you guys next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.